All right, everybody knows what time it is now. It's time for DJ Fire and Fire's Flames to start burning all the shit down. And in general, create as much mayhem as possible. So, with that, in about half an hour, we're going to have Innocence Torn live on air. I've got some new music coming up from you from a band called So Sick. I happened to see them Saturday night performing in Tucson. And I've got one of their songs that's coming up next. I've got some Jacob Ryan, some J.J. Jones. All to come. And of course, Innocence Torn. We have some birthdays today, though. So I'm going to say some birthday greetings before we go to music. My grandson, Micah, turned seven years old today. So happy birthday, buddy. We also have birthday wishes going out to John Candy, Jerome Severin of Betrayed by Faith, Paul Anthony Barnett, Doug Carter of Storms of August, Seth Nat, Chad Allen. He's a founding member and the original vocalist for the Guess Who. Also, birthday wishes to Bobby Kimball of Toto and PJ Morton of Maroon 5. Happy birthday, everybody, and I'm not going to sing. I got to get a birthday song or something. Oh, well, for now, <laughs> we're going to go to some So Sick.
this mic right now. All right. You are back with DJ Fire and Fire's Flames. I've got a little more music for you. You've got about 15 minutes or so, and we will have Innocence Tour live on air. So make sure to stay tuned in. But until then, I've got some Jacob Ryan and some JJ Jones coming at you. You got DJ Fire and Fire's Flames where you want the best. I got the best right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio. Never cared for me 
Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is J.J. Jones representing State Vintage out of New York. And I'm always tuning in to DJ Fire with the Fire Flames on Breakout DJ's radio. Because if you want the best, she's got the best. So you better listen in, homie. Hey, DJ Fire here. I got a special announcement for you. Just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. It's time to step away from the mainstream music and shine the spotlight on independent Just go artists. With the flow. Just go with the flow. So this month, Just our indie flow. artist spotlight go goes to... JJ Jones! Congrats, dude! I love it! Yeah, you know like husband and wife Come on girl, you picture it right I know, I know, it's gonna be alright Just go with the flow Just go with the flow Relax your mind, good times Yeah Yeah This is fucking crazy, yo <laughs> this is crazy, yo, this is crazy Serious right here Uh, 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 peer pressure You wanna take me to a level I can comprehend Take my soul in it, sink in it, quit sin Peer pressure But I ain't going out like that no way Peer pressure, you will never get the best of me Peer pressure You wanna take me to a level I can comprehend Take my soul in it, sink in it, quit but I ain't going out like that no way pressure, you will never get the best of me So many people wanna get inside my head Make me do some stupid shit Now I'm good, go ahead Do your thing, I'm not knocking it I'm right here while you're popping it I'm your friend, I won't rap But please try to stop it You're killing yourself, fuck being cool, man Don't be like everybody in the room, man You're one of a kind so many talents, so many things come easy without a challenge. Peer pressure's a bitch, we all been hit before. Everybody lost and crumbled to the floor. I spit the truth, I'm giving you the roar. You feel my pain and you felt this before. We on another tour, we trying to score one more. Before it's time to retire, we can't play no more. Peer pressure to hang it up, but I'm going nuts. Cause I still got game and I still give up peer up. pressure You wanna take me to a level I can comprehend Take my soul in me sink in it quick Peer pressure But I ain't going out like that no way Peer pressure you will never get the best of me Peer pressure You wanna take me to a level I can comprehend Take my soul in me sink in it quick Peer pressure But I ain't going out like that no way 
gotta sell your ass to make it, girl. You're the queen of the castle. You birthed into this world. We need you, you need us. This shit is real, this shit is tough. You stick by my side, we just gon' do enough. I lost my mother to this shit, the peer pressure got her. We were struggling bad, you know I had no father. It didn't bother me until it bothered her. Snuck up on her quick, fucked up our whole shit. This is murder mentally and physically. Visions I see vividly, right in front of you, and right in front of me. The spirits have awakened, it's almost time to go. I'm trying to save a life, you trying to suck for dough. Peer pressure to survive is a tough battle. Don't degrade yourself, don't let life rattle. Your cage on the stage, you're the brightest star. Now fight for your shit, let them know who you Peer are. Pressure. You wanna take me to a level I can comprehend? My soul in it sinking at quicksand Peer pressure But I ain't going out like that no web Peer pressure, you will never get the best of me Peer pressure You wanna take me to a level I can comprehend Take my soul in it sinking at quicksand Peer pressure But I ain't going out like that no web Peer pressure, you will never get the best of me Peer pressure You never, you never you're never gonna get the best of me. Peer pressure. You never, you never, uh, you're never gonna get the best of me.
That was some Jacob Bryan and some J.J. Jones and Broken by Innocence Torn. And guess what, people? They are live now! How you guys doing? We're doing good, Mary. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I hear we got the whole band today. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. We've got everybody here waiting. We are so excited about this. Awesome. Well, why doesn't everybody introduce themselves, um, like, let us know what you play or what you do, and a little bit about the band. Uh, I'm Ken, and I sometimes play drums. Okay. okay. I, I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bonnie Freemuth. I'm the lead singer for Innocence Torn. Awesome. And I'm James Freemuth lead guitarist. I'm an Aries. I like long walks on the beach. Um, Except for he's married to me, so yeah. Yeah, James, I, th I think you're married. Um, otherwise, you know, we could try to hook you up, but yeah, I'm not going to crack on like that. Oh, he's totally taken, very married, happy, and uh, my guitarist. So, um, go ahead. Uh, I'm Mitch McCallum. I'm 20, and I play rhythm guitar with a bunch of 50-year-olds. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. You know, put everybody on blast. We actually call him Mitch the Kid, and it's we not... Here if we get touring long enough, we need someone to change our diapers. <laughs> well, there you go. And I, I, I'd like to just say that Mitch is like 20 years old, but he's far beyond his time and his ability. Mm -hmm. This kid's constantly coming to us with stuff like, you know, Stairway to Heaven and, like, a Kansas, like, I mean, the, uh, like, Ozzy, all these things that you would not expect Mary his age <laughs> to actually really appreciate. And he nails it every time. I think he's just got a really old soul, and we're very proud to have him. Awesome. Is there anybody Hi, you uh, missed? I'm Ronnie Lee, and I am vocals. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got one more. Wally, woo, woo, Wally. Hello, I'm Walter. I play bass. <laughs> awesome. Bad flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and the personality, apparently. Holds down, holds down oh. the low end. That's my job. Yep. That's a bass player's job. Yep. Well, it on top of that, he also good. plays some intelligence as well as some very smart ass comments which is awesome because we love his personality and i think he really does bring a flavor to the uh cast of characters we have going on here cool yeah i love a smart ass better than being a dumbass <laughs> right we well we got those two but depending on what day of the week it is but if it comes out flavorful in the recording yes actually cool that works. 
Now, so, I know somebody is, is, I know somebody is not there at the moment. She was there a few minutes ago, and I'm going to say her name on air again because I want to. But there's also Nadia, who is sick, it's who Nadia. broke her arm. She did. She broke her arm in like three places trying to do cartwheels. She was doing a trick for friends. She wasn't and it, for us. No, she wasn't working for us. But, <laughs> uh, she was, um, oh, she was she doing her very best time. to be. She's definitely a Freeman's child. She's a very talented uh, singer. Mm-hmm. And we can't thank you enough for playing Reach for the Sky for her. That meant a lot to her. She um, She's an aspiring singer, and we encourage that at every given point. But with her broken arm right now, she's really bored. So hearing mm-hmm. you say her name on air means, like, the world to all of us, as well as my daughter. And I, I just can't thank you enough. Oh, it's no problem. Yeah, I made a CD for her of that show, so she will have it. And it's got its own CD cover on it, and it's customized to her. Ah, it's going to be so rad. She's going to love that. Thank you so much for doing that. And it's going to be coming in her name. No, that's even better, because everything that comes in my name, she's like, yeah, Mom, you did that. And I'm like, no, you did that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So to have her own individuality, not just in the music industry, but also... For her industry, or her injury, I should say, is, yeah. is amazing. We appreciate you. Well, and I'm glad she's feeling better. She is, she's doing really well. We were so scared today. We thought maybe she was going to have to have surgery to reset it. But mm-hmm. uh, at her age, thank God, you know, when kids break their stuff at, at, at early ages, like their body can take over and redo that because that... Yep. She's pretty devastated about the hospital situation, and I don't blame her. It was pretty terrible. Yeah, I I don't blame her a bit. And we have a question came in from Big Boss Man. Um, Well, a comment and a question. He wants to welcome you to Breakout DJ's radio. And Uh, he wants to know, how did you come up with your band name? (laughs) This is actually kind of a funny story, you see. Um, Me and James, right? So Mm -hmm. James was 16 and I was 13 and I fell in love with him. And, um, he was my first love Mm -hmm. and I didn't work out, but 33 years later, we find each other online Mm -hmm. and he's talking to me for about three weeks and he doesn't realize that it's actually that same girl from back in the day. So my response was was like, uh, do you know who you're talking to? And I think he thinks I was speaking about when I was the owner of Wild Child Magazine. I, I did a lot of interviews and fan things locally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, no, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm spotting you from, like, you were 16, I was 13. This is your mom. This is, And he was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so Innocence Torn really came about about that long life. Uh, message to ourselves, like mm-hmm. all those things that we had to learn the hardest of times, the best of times, and then really coming together to find that unity mm-hmm. with the people that you were supposed to be with originally. And it's just that love doesn't come that way. Sometimes it, it takes you to grow up. It takes the hard knocks. It takes all these things for you to realize what you really want in life. Mm-hmm. And when we came back together, we knew that we were, my innocence got torn out of it. But if that's that's the case, then we're just going to rock it out and we're going to make the best of it. And I think that it's it's kind of a love story, but 
but it also rings true to who you are when you're a kid. You want to be in a rock band, mm-hmm. and the you know the opportunity doesn't pose itself to you. Um, so you have to go through life. You got to go through the hard knocks, but eventually that opportunity, when it knocks again, you just answer that call. And I think that really rings true to the name of this band. It, it's about where we're going to go and, and what our future plans are. Cool. That's a cool story for the name, though. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun it really is yeah so when did and this question will be everybody can answer it um when did you get started in music like did you take lessons as a kid what was your first instrument this is what fun so i'm gonna let everybody speak on their own terms on this because yep. each and every single one of us i think we're born to do some sort of musical something. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it started earlier than others. I was like a karaoke DJ for 10 years. Like, oh, I, wow. I have no idea how I got here, but this is where I'm at. But everybody else had, like, their start when they were, like, kids, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody kind of explain how they got here and let them tell their story. Okay. Who's okay. first? Uh, I guess me. Uh, I, I started doing music when I was three. Uh, music runs really heavily in my family. My uh, adopted aunt actually uh, played Carnegie Hall mm-hmm. uh, classical piano at age five. Nice. And my mom was an accomplished classical musician. She's since passed on, but mm-hmm. uh, she's my biggest inspiration until I came along, which ruined her music career. Uh, <laughs> That's what she did all of her education. She was first chair at the University of Washington, got her master's degree in music, ended up teaching in the classroom. That was because of me. But mm-hmm. when I was little growing up, you know, she was part of the Philharmonic. She was all first chair doing the, the flute and classical piano. So I started out playing classical piano. Wanted to play flute, but my mom's like over my dead body. And as I get older, <laughs> I, I thanked her for that. But I was in love with the flute because that's what she played. It was right. amazing. I, I was like the nerd child, and my younger brother was kind of like the bad boy. I did you know he's the one that got me smoking and everything else. <laughs> and literally until age twelve, so I was like playing classical music. Had a scholarship by the time I was in the eighth grade, playing trumpet and trombone. I could and you know doing classical piano, anything Beethoven, Mozart. You know, mm-hmm. I just that, that was my thing. A little Chopin, whatever. Um, and I bought him like a Molly Crew uh, fucking tape and uh, listened to it and fell in love with it. And it was all over. And like six months later, I had a band, and I've never looked back. I've been a band after band after band after band. <laughs> Started, you know, even got into giving guitar lessons and vocal lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of my best experiences was in a band called The Bitter Sound Face with my brother, where uh, we had a song that came out that went, of all things, super hot in the dance clubs at the time called mm-hmm. Supermodel Freak. But then we had a falling out, and I left the band because. Well, our guitarist, Ron Chick, actually ended up uh, working at a, a place called uh, uh, Soundtracks, and they, they were uh, recording for movie soundtracks. Um, and then after that, he created his own thing, and he produced Macy Gray, and then his head kind of swelled, and we never talked to him again. Mm-hmm. Our, our other musician in the band is, uh, oh, God, John Mendenhall. He ended up going into, like, pop and hip-hop and all that. Mm-hmm. Midwest. I'm still good friends with him, but he's, he's kind of gone in a different direction. And uh, my brother still does his thing, but from that, I jumped into the, the Shatterbrains and did that for like the last 15 years. Cool. Um, everything was going great until pretty much the COVID thing, and 
uh, then things kind of fell apart. That's mm-hmm. when uh, Bonnie and I hooked up after 33 years, if you believe it. And there's a funny story behind that because I, I was actually her first love um, back when I was like 16 and she was like 13. Uh, things didn't quite work out. And the weird thing was is I ran into her several times because like what she was saying, being the editor of Wild Child Magazine, she had a lot of pool. You know, she was mm-hmm. always on Facebook and stuff. I see her with like Lemmy and guys from Everclear and LA Guns and on and on and you know, I ran into her at a couple of shows and you know, she was cute and, <laughs> but I did not know it was the same person that had a different name and this and that mm-hmm. uh, it just always seemed like she had her nose up in the air and, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. I was always in a relationship or whatever but there was like a connection you know and, yeah. and, also, and then yeah then things didn't work out my last relationship um, just for just strange passing ended up chatting with her on messenger for like two days and she's like you don't know who i am do you and i'm like uh oh yeah you're bonnie from wild child magazine and she's like no james i knew <laughs> me when i was 16 and <laughs> oh, thir- all right i was i was 16 you were 13 that's right <laughs> she's like you, you know you stole my virginity and this and that and broke oh, my heart <laughs> Unintentional. Unintentional. I borrowed borrowed it and and nurtured it for 33 years. Long, long story short, we we're we're, we're married now, and uh, you know we actually got together, and yeah, it just what (laughs) amazing. Well, you it know makes what's the band uh, awesome, you know, because we've always had this. When she met me, I was playing in a band called Crystal. You know, I mm-hmm. was over the top, kind of overachiever, playing my guitar sixteen hours a day, and I've never changed from that. Basically, you know, now we have this band in corner, which is something I've always wanted. We have a perfect chemistry from every everybody puts a thousand percent into the band. Cool. Um, yeah, once everything uh, we've got stuff that's recorded, but uh, you know, it's just it's not totally finished yet because literally we've been together since like October, but everything's been exploding for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been just jumping on the opportunities. Um, so, yeah. So and you know what's interesting? My... What's that? You know what's interesting? What's that? You started playing music at the age of three when uh-huh. my oldest son was three. I had got him this little toy guitar and it had a little amp that he plugged into and it had a little microphone and a mic stand and his favorite band from birth had been Guns N' Roses. If he was screaming all I had to do was put GNR on and he would quiet down. Nice. So I'm walking by his room one day and I had to stop and back up and I'm going that little shit. He took that toy and he was singing Paradise City and he was playing enough of it that I could tell what he was playing. That is very cool. Well, there you go. So what's he doing now? Uh, Now he is working on being a stand-up comedian. He's not doing anything musically, or is he incorporating it into his comedy? No, he's not doing anything musically. Um, He played uh, the bass sax in school, and then uh, he went from the bass sax to a bass guitar, but he was, he's just not kind of interested in, you know, the whole music industry scene. He, he's like, yeah, I've seen it, don't want to be in it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So, I mean, you have to be committed. So, I mean, I understand that, you know, and it, it is for some people and not for others. So, 
Oh, exactly. Like, I mean, you know, 10 years ago, somebody would have told me that I'd be, you know, working in the music industry or doing a radio show. I would have laughed at them. I'm going, you're crazy. No way. And something I never, <laughs> ever thought I would do, but it kind of just fell in my lap. And I was like, okay, I can do it. That's awesome. Oh, thank you, Bonnie. Well, Bonnie wanted me to talk about the little drum set I got for my younger brother, actually. Oh, um, cool. That sounds like a good story. A, a little two-year-old. He swore he'd never have kids. Well, uh, he was married. he's been married for like uh, 14 years, and uh, well, the child came. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, little Brandon ended up, uh, well, he was two years old, and for his last birthday, I got him a drum set mm-hmm. uh, for a two-year-old. Yeah, it's his ultimate favorite toy, so that's all he does is play his drums. And- <laughs> about you know encouraging kids and music and i know i had uh bonnie and i had for our listeners we've been messaging back and forth so bonnie already knows this my oldest grandson is eight he just turned eight earlier this month and he was about 18 months old and i was watching some little youtube videos on my phone with him and we were watching like you know three and four year old drummers because they're so amazing Right. And the next day, he goes around the house, and he's picking up anything that he can that even remotely resembles a drumstick, and banging on everything. So, me and Papa went and bought him a um, Discovery drum set. So, it's not like the toy toy, but little, you know, so he could learn. And I handed him the drumstick. Now, he's 18 months old, never touched drumsticks in his life. I hand them to him backwards. 
He looks at me and gives me this look like, really? And he turns him <laughs> around, he holds him the right way, and he's been playing drums ever since. He loves drums. Me too. Nice. It's right up there. <laughs> yeah, you too. Ken, Ken Hensley's our drummer. Um, maybe Ken could uh, enlighten you. He's got uh, quite a diverse history on uh, music and drums and playing guitar. He reminds me of my brother because he does drums for us but plays uh, guitar in another band. So, I only listen to Metallica, just one album, since I was five. Oh, That's, not black? That is totally not true. No, yeah, no. <laughs> no um, that's, I mean, I have I have some of those songs, the ones that Cliff was mostly involved in. Those right. are the ones that seem to have work riffs to me. But, no, I've been playing since I was in high school. It's about 30 years now. And um, started out playing in a punk band and mm-hmm. then started moving into more medley stuff. I discovered Prong around that time. They used to, they're sort of like like the little secret metal band that's been around for a thousand years. Yeah, and I've heard of them. I mean, yeah, they've, they've got, a, like, a pretty rabid fan base, but you don't hear them everywhere like you do some of the bigger names. Right. Um, but, yeah, like, there was, there was, like, a little little bumper on Headbangers Ball. It was just this this hair going back and forth, and a little clip of music that they played over that was prong. And I remember waiting every night, like, are they going to play a prong video? Are they going to play a prong video? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm definitely down for some prong. But, I mean, I've, I've played in a reggae band. I've played in a jam band. I've played in a punk band. Um, by and large, it's almost always come back to something that's got – a little bit more balls to it, more metally, mm-hmm. um, a lot more like guitar work and stuff. I got a guitar a few years ago and kind of pulling a Dave Grohl thing, sort of, kind of, kind of, sort of. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, just trying to trying to learn how to play. And I can't read sheet music. I can decipher it eventually. Mm-hmm. But it's always been something that I just have to listen to over and over and just drill songs. Like you put them on when you go to sleep in the headphones at night. Mm-hmm. And when you wake up the next day, you've been listening to it for like six, seven hours kind of in there there's i don't know maybe i'll go to school and learn how to read it maybe that's the easier way to do it well i don't know my nephew has been in several bands and he can't read music at all he plays by ear and he's been doing that since he was like seven or eight and he plays guitar drums bass keyboards any of it he can play anything and he just listens to it for a few times and then he is able to figure it out well, that's one of the most important aspects to have. Like, you have people that could probably read sheet music, not play great, mm-hmm. but they know what they're looking at. And the other, the other possible bonus is ha- having a common language when you want to describe what this is going to sound like, or right. you know, is this, is this is this a whole phrase, or is this three measures? Like, being able to communicate effectively with what you're playing, mm-hmm. um, and it really helps because a lot of us are kind of self-taught. You know, we just put the time in and got our hands on an instrument. And I'd like to thank my mom for financing that operation. Thank uh, you, mom. Got me my first, oh, hell yeah. Got me my first double pedal. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, I got me my first drum set. And then, you know, 25 years later, I was like, oh, mom, I will buy my own guitar. That's cool. So, <laughs> I, I got her off the hook for that one. Well, that's nice. I mean, she's done so much. Yeah, she has. Yeah. All so right, who's Come next? Here. This is going to be Mitch. Yeah, the one and only. I've been in ba- more bands than these guys combined. <laughs> Just kidding, it was my first band actually. But uh, so yeah, I started playing guitar when I was about seven. My parents bought me a little blue Fender Stratocaster and a little Fender amp, oh, and they nice. bought me lessons. Yeah, it was it was a good time for sure. But uh, 
yeah, they bought me lessons, and I only went for two or three lessons. Mm-hmm. And after that, I kind of fell off. But my brother, he would build his own guitars in his room, and I'd watch him play, and he was all self-taught. And so I would just, like, watch him and try and pick up what I could. I obviously wasn't very good. And then one day he brought home a PlayStation 2 and Guitar Hero, and I started playing that a lot. And that really got me into old-school rock, 80s music. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started playing a lot of Guitar Hero, and by by about seven, I had mastered Guitar Hero, and I was playing every song on Expert. And I thought, well, this is boring. I'm going to try real guitar. And that's when my parents got me that guitar. And uh, ever since then, I've kind of just been playing on and off uh, i would just watch youtube videos online and try and figure out songs by myself uh and then i got in contact with uh james and bonnie here mm-hmm. i came over one night and bonnie started talking to me and she saw a video of me playing guitar and she was like dude you're in it's like really mm-hmm. i've never played with a band before but if you really want to give me a shot i'll try it and uh she showed james the video and James was all about it. And Actually, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, nope, for no perfect. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is funny. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know? <laughs> in me and now I'm here basically <laughs> well cool we're glad you're here well thank you and we had a yeah, question so yeah I guess we had a question come in for uh, Ken we'll get Ken out here Oh, he's preparing? Oh, there you go. I to get my spinach and kale smoothie. Uh-huh. I bet. I make, well, here's, here's how I make it. I use Sprite and mm-hmm. vodka. There you go. <laughs> that would work for me. We have a question that came in for you, and I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce his screen name correctly, but I'm going to try. Um, Vernac? Vernac? Vrat? Vrat? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Robars, and he wants I, to know which Metallica record that you like. Okay, I kind of have a three-way rotation. Generally, 
the bronze goes to and justice for all mm-hmm. and then the top two spots depending on like the day of the week it's either master puppets or ride the lightning oh, yeah. ride the lightning oh, bud oh yeah of dj course. smoke just showed up <laughs> and Hell yeah. you also yeah, mentioned the song kill them all oh yeah that's i mean i got that in there I'll, they'll bring up the fourth um that, that's like my top four metallic albums in reverse order kill them all and justice for all um, and then Master Puppets Ride the Lightning, they, they tag team off the first and second. Okay. Yeah, he wanted to know why Kill em for all, Kill Em All. Why Kill Em All wasn't on the list? No, why it was. Oh, why Kill Oh, no, it's And Justice for All. Kill Em All is number four. They're the, well, because it's also their first album. Mm-hmm. Like their first full album with, you know, their kind of headlining lineup with everybody in it. Like, you kind of you have to start there more or less, and then appreciate what happens to the ride symbol as it disappears from view. Right. Well, if your ears could see, it would disappear from those view. Yeah. Okay. Well, who's next yeah, to tell us about how they got how they got started in music? About who? How who got started? Yeah. Who's next? Us? Oh, uh, next up, yeah, our uh, master of the bass, Walter. Hi. Hi, Walter. Walter. Um. So I got started in 1984. I was, oh, good year. was in the Navy, and uh, a guy showed me a, a Black Sabbath riff on an acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. and I, I was hooked right then. Like, wasn't Mary Had a Little Lamb, it wasn't uh, <laughs> The Wheels on the Bus, you know, it mm-hmm. was something cool that I could really get into, and, and if you, you know, if you're a musician from that era, you understand that Black Sabbath is is uh, quintessential but it's 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 basic and and raw and yeah, it simple so so it, it just got me right away and and that's been my thing i vacillated between bass and guitar mm-hmm. up until about 15 years ago i went primarily bass just in a band setting i feel more effective as a bass player okay i have, an, I have a guitar at home i noodle on guitar in my spare time but but my primary space okay cool and i have done uh like i started playing punk down in san diego mm-hmm. in the 80s and then uh i moved up here to vancouver washington in the early 90s and i actually got on a worship team at my church mm-hmm. and played played worship music for a few years which was kind of cool because they had professional gear and uh i really got got my feet wet as far as uh studio quality here and, and a setting, you know, where where things are a little more controlled than they are in a garage. Right. But Deezer uh, Butler and Steve Harris are my my go to guys. They're they're my that's the tab I live on. Uh, in my spare time at home I love the Black Sabbath festival in C sharp like Oh yeah. The Void and uh, Lord of this world, these songs. I mean, I put on the YouTube video and, mm-hmm. and just play along with them. That's my my happy place right there. Cool. Yeah, I love Sabbath. They've always been one of my favorites. Not quite as much as I love Iron Maiden and uh, Judas Priest, but yeah, Sabbath's up there. Oh yeah, I was in a band one time called MPH, and we were a cover band. And our last show we did, we actually did the Judas Priest Screaming for Vengeance album front to back for our oh, show. Oh, nice. That's my favorite that album. Was, that was fun. I got to tell you, that was a lot of fun. I so bet. Those songs are, 
for me personally, those songs were just the perfect amount of challenging and rewarding. Like I could, I couldn't play them right away. Mm -hmm. I could play them in a week, you know. So I dug in and, and learned each song one at a time, and it was it was just a great amount of uh, of effort versus results. Cool. Really paid off for me, and and that uh, that repetition, just digging in and holding that mm -hmm. that rhythm down, just got my got my hands strong and got my my ear where I want it, and it, it made me into to who I am today, and I can bring my own flavor into into. Uh, Innocence Torn, they've given me free license. Like, as long as I'm, I'm meeting the changes, I'm, I'm welcome to play whatever I like. Right. As far as lines go. Well, that's cool. So, uh, it, has, it has been going really well. And I guess we have the ladies up next. They're the only ones who haven't let us know about how they got in music. Let me stick my head in the green room and get them out here. <laughs> Are they hiding? Yeah, a little bit. Here they come. Hey, thanks a lot. This has been fun. Oh, no problem. We'll have more questions for you. Don't worry. Hey, Mary, I got, I've got uh, Rhonda here, my my other singer from Innocence Torn, and I would really like for you guys to, like, talk to her. She's oh, amazing. Yeah. Go ahead, Rhonda. How did you get started in music? Um, actually, I grew up uh, around music. My father was a guitarist and a vocalist, mm -hmm. um, but basically he just played with his friends a lot, and I, so I hung out with everybody. Um, and once I started school, um, I'm a classically trained vocalist, mm -hmm. um, but actually just happened to run into these guys uh, <laughs> and start hanging out with them, and um, was asked, you know, I was kind of singing in the background and was asked to uh, join the band. That's why I'm here. Cool. So yeah, what what type of music? <laughs> <laughs> well, what type of music do you personally prefer to sing? Um, I just like rock music. You know, I enjoy all kinds of music. Mm -hmm. uh, depends on my mood. Um, I do like metal. I kind of grew up on that. Um, but no, I it just depends on my mood, really. Cool. Whatever, you know. <laughs> well, we look forward to hearing a lot more from you, too. Thank you. Okay, Bonnie. Uh, yeah, I, think, I know. I think I think they're in the house. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> they keep running away. <laughs> they're in the green room. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you just... I know oh. what it is. They're all going in there smoking. Uh, that I, they probably are. Not confirmed or denied. They do step out occasionally or a lot. Well, it kind of depends on how many <laughs> stupid people you have to deal with, how many times you're going to need to smoke. <laughs> right. How many times Bonnie goes? Here comes Bonnie right now. Here she is. Yay! Yay! What you, are you talking about? <laughs> how did you get started um, singing in music? Actually, I it's it's funny. I think I've been singing my entire life, and um, 
I think that my my biggest influences came more locally. Mm-hmm. Um, I started this magazine in Portland called Wild Child Magazine, and the reason I did it was because it seemed like all the other magazines on the planet were like strictly about mainstream, mm-hmm. like you know Pantera, Slayer, all them, and, and those were my influences. But at the same time, too, I'm like, what about the guys that are like killing it? Oh yeah. That, are like losing their minds, their lives, their families. Like they're spending tons of money, tons of times just to make like 50 bucks and a couple of drinks and shows that killed. And a few people that I can think of are like Separation of Sanity, Lilith's Eye, like mm-hmm. which now carrying a pitch black mask. You know, these guys, these guys legit were the basis for everything that was metal in this industry. And I'm really proud that not only did I get to interview them, but I also think that they were major influences. Cool. What happened with me was that I was kind of a karaoke DJ. <laughs> for like, I know, we <laughs> we all kind of did. For like, uh, it was like my third job mm-hmm. for like 10 years. And I just come out belting things. And then I was kind of a smart ass where I would go incognito and show up at contests mm-hmm. and starts like things like master of puppets and they never saw me coming because i was always like coming out of work you know mm-hmm. in professional gear but then when it took off my jacket took on my glasses put down my hair i've got all these tattoos and this like i'm 4 11 and a half and i have like a seven foot voice and it nice. was really never really kind of fair <laughs> actually but I, I think what made me uh, go to music is a long life of um, what ifs. Mm-hmm. And I, I think somewhere along the line, I just decided that, like, you know, you've only got one bucket list. You've only got one life. You've only got this. And if this is really what you want to do, whether you're talented or you're not, like, <laughs> you're worth the opportunity to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those, like, what's the worst that can happen kind of kids, you know? Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're either going to suck or you're going to, like, survive. Mm-hmm. And I think that that mentality of, like, not not putting boundaries upon myself, just deciding to do what comes right. naturally, it's either going to bite me in the ass or it's going to, like, legit make me who I am. Oh, exactly. I'm just not scared of that outcome. You know what I mean? Like, if I had had the structure and the support of family when I grew up, which I did not, I might have done this way earlier. But here I am at 47, and I'm just getting started. And I don't think that that's like, I don't think that that's going to deter me from either living out this dream and finding out what's going to happen at the end of the day or Mm -hmm. deciding that I'm like legit born and like raised for this. Like either way that destiny is up to my, it's, it's, it's up to, it's up to my ability to oversee the outcome. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And not overjudge everything, which I always do. I just think it's kind of a beautiful thing at the end of the day. Like, Wherever my destiny is going to go, it's going to be because I I gave it my damnedest and I didn't give up on it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I've got to tell you this little story. Um, It's about my brother. He's one of the other DJs on this station. It's DJ Ink Master. I should have saw that. 
Yeah. So we were invited to join Mushroom Head on their Halloween tour in 2019. And... We couldn't do the whole tour because Smoke had to work and couldn't get the time off. Because they started in New York and went to California. Uh, so, the beautiful thing about that is that we always think about, like, what our priorities are. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, and it's really hard to decide between that family life, that, like, stability, and what we love. Yeah. So I, I kind of understand what you're talking about. Yeah. So we did jump on the tour, and we did uh, three shows with them, uh, Tucson, Mesa, and we went to the Whiskey with them. So the very first night, and my brother, we took my brother with us, and, you know, he's 55 years old, and he jumps in the mosh pit and broke his arm. <laughs> he broke it. it. Yeah, right, he broke it, it to the it. part. He had to have surgery on it because <laughs> he broke it good. His elbow. Yeah, he broke his elbow. Damn. And he still, we were at a show Saturday night, uh, Lethal Injection, in Tucson. I saw that online. I, I followed you. I was like, you're so lucky because not a lot of people are open. And I was so proud to see somebody at an actual concert. Oh, yeah. They, they're they opening up uh, rather quickly here in Arizona. Yeah, we, we just recently, We love uh, Arizona. Like, my, my family lives in Mesa, Arizona, mm-hmm. and I love them to no end. But Mesa was rad. It had, like... Did we lose you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Miss uh, Fire, we have people that are chiming into another. They want to know how to be able to. Can you say online how other people are supposed to chime in so that they can ask questions? Oh, yes. You just need to try, uh, sign into our chat room. Um, the website to go to is HTTPS. The colons or whatever, the two slashes. Oh, slash, oh, slash. Yeah. And it's yeah. Uh, breakout DJs radio dot CA. Dot CA. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to interrupt that conversation. No, we you're have fine. a lot of people that they're chiming in on phones right now. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's phone's blowing up. Yeah, it's crazy. We have like uh, six phones right now, and everybody's phone's going crazy. Forward slash forward HTTP colon forward slash. We need our twenty something to help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can jump on Facebook real quick, the post you know what? I'm that I made. I'm embarrassed by that. Like that. That seems that seems legit. <laughs> yeah, the link is in the post I put up on Facebook. Okay, so the link is in the post that she put up on Facebook, you guys. You guys got it. Yeah, for the chat room, they have to go to the actual website because I always post uh, the mobile player as well because some people don't want to go into the website, which that's fine. That's on them. Thank you so much for doing this with us. We're having a blast right now. Oh, that's what it's all about. Exactly. That's why I That's warn everybody, it's like, no, my, you know, when you're on my show, it's not like anybody else's so, show. Uh, Miss Fire, once they're on the site, James is asking me, what do they do <laughs> after that? Uh, let me go look at the site. Right <laughs> I gotta go look at the site. I get it, I get it. Modern technology. Um, if they I know, okay, okay. Scroll... <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> oh, right on the main page. 
There's a button that says chat room. <laughs> Did you say oh? <laughs> You're like oh, 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 okay. And they can just use the button that says chat room and that will get them into our Discord channel. This is way too much fun. Oh, yeah. Mine are always fun. No, you, you, like, you're a blast, man. This is so much fun. <laughs> well, while we're waiting for everybody to jump in with their questions, we do have one from Big Boss Man. Okay. He says, past or present, so alive or dead, what group would you most like to open okay. for? Oh, 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 oh. oh. have arrived. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you say Snoop Dogg, I'm totally going to die. <laughs> We'd open for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Actually, I would open for Pitch Black Mass mm-hmm. or Separate the Sanity, like, locally. These are, like, the two biggest bands I've ever known. They're also the best of musicians in town. Mm-hmm. And totally, I'm going to have to give it up to... Um, Metal Cross Radio and Metal Cross Productions mm-hmm. because they're the ones who have actually found these guys and put them off locally recently, and I I just appreciate them for that. Um, cool. But if you've never heard Separation of Sanity or Pitch Black Mass, I it, believe it might I have. Change your mind on some metal, some lo- local metal. Yeah, I believe I have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you if you know them, let them know. If they send the music to me, they will get airplay on my shows, guaranteed. I I text them before like we went live, and I'm like, is it okay if I mention you? Because <laughs> the truth is, is like those two. I think um and and Pitch Black Mass used to be in the side before. Unfortunately, one of the members passed away this last two years, and Aww. it was really devastating. Um, and so they reformed the band into Pitch Black Mass, and I have to tell you, Matt Weber is a, a phenomenal singer, but also a great, um, a great musician. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that's what's really great about the Portland, like Seattle connection before Hollywood, right. is that these guys just get it. Like they have been recreating what the the metal industry looks like over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and I'm really impressed with. What we have locally, like, and then Cincy, Ohio, those people have got some stuff going on. Like, I'm really impressed at where the metal industry is going and where that's going. It's not always mainstream. Right. You know what I mean? Well, the videos that I did on Saturday, the first band, um, uh, <laughs> ah, hell, what was her, what was her name? Who? The first band we saw Saturday. Held out. Held out. 
and yes. they are they're metal but they're, it's got a oh punk feel yeah and that's what we're talking about those like we're going back to kind of old school mm-hmm. um i think that this downtime within covid has given us the opportunity to really like reflect on our inspirations mm-hmm. who we really are it's given us the bands who really are gonna matter coming out of covid Mm-hmm. Or, or the ones who spent COVID, like, practicing, exactly. recreating themselves, like, sitting down, writing real music, like, yes, uh, Innocent Storm does have a lot of, we started out with covers because we were comfortable with them, mm-hmm. like, Slave to the Grind, I mean, who does Slave to the Grind? Like, it's, it's, it's impossible, and I'm not even sure, that, like, like I, it took me a long time to be able to do it, but... We're just doing things that are really comfortable until we can get in the pocket. And Mm -hmm. the time we have right now is essential. And Lizzie Hill, yeah, it's a screaming hailstorm. Like all these people that we idolize right now, we get to immaculate. And but while we're doing that, we can perfect an art of our own. We can take this time to become something of our own you mm-hmm. know what i mean and i i think covid was legit if you're not taking this opportunity as a band to really practice and and perfect your art uh then they're right metal is gone right but for those of us who truly believe in it like this is our time this is this is when we just get good and we go out screaming i think it's mm-hmm. amazing have you heard the anchor they're out of uh, Colorado. I have not. Are you going to play them? Um, I can. Um, I they are. That. It's a female-fronted metal band, and we yeah. saw them. The lead singer Lindsay. She's like this little bitty, tiny little thing. Five two, five three. Yeah, she's like five two, maybe five three. That's kind she's of person. Way taller than me. I'm only four eleven and a half. Yeah. So she got you beat on that. Half is important, baby. Don't don't (laughs) get me wrong. There's a half. Yeah, exactly. But that half measure actually gives us like a. What I find about a shorties, Mm -hmm. if we're like so inclined to actually do this, like we kind of have to stand out amongst our folks. So we have like seven foot voices, Mm -hmm. and even the recordings that you have right now, like I said, are just kind of strack. Like they're just not the tracks we would want to put mm-hmm. out, but they are good tracks and they're what we do in studio. Cool. Um, and in that, you can kind of hear that, like, my 411 and a half ass stands kind of seven feet tall. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, we don't look like what we sound like. I don't think any band does, really. Well, maybe some. No. But yeah, you'll have to check out Lindsay with the anchor. Um, on the videos and stuff, you can't always tell, but we saw it live. That's how I know she was doing it. But she was doing the melody. They do more of a melodic metal. And then all of a sudden, somebody was growling, and I'm looking at the guys trying to figure out which one it is, and then I realized it was her. No, I get that. And even Ken, my drummer right now, was like, look at in this moment. Like, yep. if you've seen her with no makeup yep. and she's just her... You would, she looks like a like a sixteen year old girl. She looks so yep. innocent and so nothing. You get that chick on stage, and she's like twelve feet tall all day long, a, a sexual entity. She's beautiful, and she, her voice, man, just, especially that song "Whore." 
God, her voice is amazing. Yeah, it is. Well, we have another question for you, and I'm probably okay. going to screw up the name again, so whatever. From, from Frenac. Don't know where they came up with that, but... <laughs> He I wants mean, to know. <laughs> yeah, he wants to know. Do you have any gigs booked currently? We do. We're actually doing this huge metal festival in uh, July. Um, it's a forty festival on private property, and only uh, July fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Only metal bands are nice. going to be accepted into this. And what's even better than that? I thought we were going to be the opening to this whole thing, but we're actually the secondary. Oh, nice. Um, we want to do shows before that. The only problem is we want to make sure it's the right venue with mm-hmm. the right booking agent. Uh, we've dealt, a lot of us have dealt a lot with the industry as a whole. Oh, yeah. If Metal Cross Productions, Metal Cross Family decides mm-hmm. to book us somewhere, we'll play it all day. So... They're local and they're amazing. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Metal Cross Productions. We will play any show they put us forth. And they've suggested some things. Mm -hmm. We don't want July to be our first gig. We'd really like to do something before that. Mm -hmm. Because, again, what you're hearing is just scratch tracks. You're not actually hearing us. And I'd... I'd really like the opportunity for you to judge on your your own. You know what I mean? Right. And that's in Washington, that festival, right? Yeah. It's in Oregon. It's, oh, it's in Oregon. It's in Southern Oregon. It's it's, it's called the Riviera. It's, it's in um, Myrtle Creek, Oregon. Okay. It's 11.9 miles outside of Roseburg. It's going to be a thing. We're going to do a lot of promotion on it. But it's all still kind of being put together. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's the only one that, as the booking agent, I've actually decided, like, I'm signing up for it. Other than that, it's going to take an act of God, some (laughs) serious, uh, yeah, it's going to take some serious, like, we have a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. We're solid in our our practices, but our recordings, we're new to. So we have, and I think that a lot of up-and-coming bands think that, like, they have to do all these things. But what has to happen is you got to be comfortable in the studio. Right. you got to come forward and try to record it. you got to be willing to tweak it, redo your 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 tracks, your vocal tracks. Like, this isn't... Mm-hmm. The first thing that you played, which was broken, was actually done in 10 days. Oh, wow. So it's kind of not fair. It's, it's almost as if, like, these things take months. Yep. Hours. Years. And we did it in 10 days, and it's it's good. It's just not, in a sense, torn, but it will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like, a... Things are coming to us faster than we have the opportunity to put it out. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah, there's... Well, there used to be a metal band here local to me, um, the original drummer and the guitarist. I went to high school with them. Oh, my dogs are deciding they have to talk. But, um, you know, they were recording an album and I kept bugging him. I'm like, you know, are you done yet? Are you done yet? And he was at what the guy did. And he, he's a perfectionist and he has his own recording studio. He was doing it all himself. He 
they recorded the entire album. He trashed it. They recorded it again. He trashed it. They did a third time, and he trashed it. And then the band broke up. And I kind of get that because, so here's the thing. Metallica's Master of Puppets was literally recorded in, like, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. They've told us that, like, across the board. I also got some really good information from friends over at Skid Row, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, we we practiced this, we did this, uh, and they're specifically talking about, like, um, Slave in the Grind, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, we did this, we did it, we did it, we did it, and then all of a sudden we got into studio, and what we found out is perfection sucks. Perfection sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, our entire scratch track, their demo track, is what they went with. And we all know, like, if you don't have to be a metalhead to appreciate that Slave to the Grind is kind of rad, right? Exactly. So, this was imperfection at their finest. And for me, I fought to put these tracks out there. I didn't really want them out there. I thought we could do better, which we can. We could be more, like, on tune. We could be mm-hmm. more on time. But what we can't be is more authentic. Exactly. I, I just don't think that we can be, like, something we're not. I think that what you're hearing, even though it's off time and probably not professional, we're looking for a professionalism, and we're going to find it. It's just that we weren't afraid to just be authentic. Right. I think there's something to be said about that. I think that... you. When we get into this industry, we think that perfection is going to, like, get us somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it's our imperfections. It's who we are. When when all these industry people hear us, they don't want better. They want what they heard. And we have to try to remember that. Like, oh, exactly. they're not our, our personal ideas of what this is supposed to look like. But at the end of the day, it's what the industry wanted. So we should just freaking do that like and that's really hard to do because you have to go against your own moral values your mm-hmm. self-esteem like you've got to go against what you think you sound like but what if you don't really sound like that what if you actually sound rad exactly to the rest of the world i mean who are you to judge at the end of the day do what you do and pray to god that like someone else sees it in you you know what i mean it's oh, a hard. This is hard. It is. This it's is really hard, hard on emotions. It's hard on your mental capacity. It's hard on like your, especially vocals when I'm not ready to scream and I was sick yep. when I was these. But at the end of the day, it's freaking done. Like you did it. You did the damn thing. Be proud of what you did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Exactly. Why I mean, even us? if you're six years old and think you can sing or play drums, you tell them, yes, you can. Exactly. Yes, you can. You did this. Like, it's done. We've already recorded you. Like, mm-hmm. like the anxiety is over. We can tweak you, you know, in mastering, but at the end of the day, you did it, mm-hmm. sweetie. Like, that's what you did, and that's how I feel now. Like, it's not perfect. It's not what I wanted, but the next like three things I've got coming out that belong to Innocence Torn are going to rock, rock your brain. And I know that, and I feel really good about that opportunity. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about the song Lack of Communication? Uh, 
so lack of communication came from my love of rats. I think that everyone in this band can relate to rat out of the cellar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, but at the same time, too, right now it seems like it's so pertinent because um, no matter what side of the political balance you're on, no matter where you are in um, COVID, like, lack of communication seems like that's, like, the verbiage of our generation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we're talking about there's just too many people talking too many things and nobody's coming together and the, our lack of communication will ultimately like divide us and i think that what's great about this is not only did we buy the rights to be able to like like re-sing this like repurpose it redistribute it we're we're it's so close to my heart like who didn't love rat out of the cellar like, oh exactly oh my god that whole entire album rock yeah it did well we are gonna take then, oh go ahead go ahead Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, we are going to take a quick break, and we are going to play Lack of Communication for our listeners. <laughs> Woo! Let's do this. All right. You got DJ Fire and Fire's Flames where you want the best. I got the best. Right here on Breakout DJ's Radio. Thank you. 
And we are back. You've got DJ Fire and Fire's Flames, and we have Innocence Torn! Live! Oh, my God. We are beyond thrilled that you're doing this for us. We are uh, humbled, to say the least. Oh, I have fun with it. That's a freaking blast, man. You are amazing. We'll do it again. Oh, yeah. You guys are welcome anytime. They're fun as hell. We love this. All right. Okay, you guys. Did you like Metallica so much? Where did Metallica get the base of Jason Newstead from? What? Where did Metallica get their bassist, Jason Newstead, from? Oh, from Flotsam and Jets. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes! Yeah! Yeah! And, and Flots is actually an original Arizona band, by the way. Ask another question. What you got? Hmm. Yeah, he was saying that Flotsam and Jetsam is an original Arizona band. They're yeah. out of the Phoenix area somewhere. I wish I could have seen them back in the day. That oh, I I've seen them back when they are still playing bars. Yeah, we saw them a couple years ago, two, three years ago. If you go on our uh, Facebook page, Smoke and Fire Productions, you'll find pictures up there from a show that they were at, that we that uh, Smoke took. Cool. We call him the photo sniper. Well, I take that back. There are a lot of people who know about Flotsam and Jetsam, but they're still not quite, like, at a Metallica level where everybody knows. Right. So, I'd like to know, for your viewers, because it's a big deal. I'd like to know, through the viewers of your show, what was their favorite Metallica album? Okay, guys, get the answers coming in. What's your favorite Metallica album? I know. Like we stopped. We stopped at uh, Master Puppet. Mm-hmm. See, my favorite yeah, is Black. Right? Yeah. No, Master of Puppets, I swear to God. It was like the end of where I my mind goes. Like, yeah. You guys are like, but I mean, there's like Ride the Lightning, Garage Days. Like, what's your favorite Metallica album? Okay, I'd guys, like in the chat room. This is DJ Smoke here. Mine is Ride the Lightning because it featured Dave Mustaine. Ride the Lightning? Come on! Ride the Lightning was so badass. I will give a few songs to the Black Album. I will. Like, Savage True. Okay. Got you guys. Oh, yeah. A few songs I'll give out, but really, if we're going to talk Metallica, let's figure this out. Oh, we got uh, DJ Trucky. Her favorite is Master of Puppets. Yes, Master of Puppets! 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 The beginning of their sellout. <laughs> Did somebody get the puppets? I 
I don't know. And the funny thing about Master Puppets is that whole album was like recorded, written, and done within like no time at all. It was the smallest amount of time anybody's ever spent on an album, and it was it was time and money well spent. Okay, let's see. I'm not even going to try the first part of the name again. But the last part of the name is Robars. He says it's a five-way tie between Justice, Master of Puppets, Garage Day, Ride the Lightning, and Kill Em All. Those are all badass albums. Did we lose you? No. <laughs> I hear somebody in the background. What's that? We still have some people that cannot figure out how to ask questions and how to get on the chat. Right. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm dealing with right now. I, I can't, nobody, I None of us can even figure out how to get on. Well, it's fairly easy. Hang on. Let me get with our 20-something, and he's going to figure this out. Yeah, go to my Facebook, and you can... Get the link from there. That's on the link I posted, right? Mm -hmm. Wow, you have a bunch of like grown adults on their phones trying to figure this out. (laughs) Are we awesome? I know. I know. We're so tech savvy. Oh, we need Nadia. Nadia could do it. Okay. Isn't that the way it works? You hand it to the youngest one? But we are. And we can. And I get it. We're awesome. So my suggestion is, is in the meantime, I mean, maybe you got some, like, Slayer or something. You can play well. That's all for to figure out. Why? It's funny to listen to it. No, this is awesome, actually. I'm watching my entire band come together to do the exact same thing, and I think that's what is called teamwork. Teamwork! Okay, Smoke is going to post the link on uh, Innocence Torn Facebook. Thank you. We love that. We have a lot of people who are trying to chime in but can't. But we would love, like, we're trying to reach, like, you know, a thousand people in the next few, like, days. Mm -hmm. So, in the, like, the last two days, we've gone up, like, 30 uh, followers on Facebook. We'd like to see a thousand. That's our goal. Well, I'm going like three, almost three thousand friends, and I mean, Facebook it would be won't let me. More than that, but like, <laughs> I want a million. Yep. Somebody give me a Paris Hilton cat, okay? Like, I'll <laughs> yeah, I was inviting people to like your page earlier today, and then so I tried to do dogs? it, and then Facebook is like, "You can't do that anymore today," and I'm like, "Fine." Tell them I just sent them a message to their uh, page. I don't know what's going on with that. Well, let me okay. just post it in the thing. Yeah. Okay. Are you there? Yeah. He, uh, Smoke sent okay. a message to your Facebook page, Innocence Porn. It wouldn't let him post it on the page. 
But he sent it in a message. Oh my God, that totally sounds like a fucking like animated. Dad, I could also send it to the phone number to find out. Okay. And that's okay. the direct link to Discord. Okay. We got you, sister. We're working on it. <laughs> we're also having a volume issue. You started coming in like you were like a uh, cyborg or something. It was oh, wow. really bizarre. Yeah, at least it's not Darth. I'm not Darth Vader. I'd rather be a cyborg. So I have a question. Everybody can take turns. Who was the first band that you saw in concert? I'm sorry, honey. You were coming in horribly right now. Hang on. Okay. Try it again. Who? This question is for everybody. Um, who was the first band you saw in concert? Do you understand what she said? First band you saw in concert. First band I saw on cover was February 18th, 1986. It was Iron Maiden, Somewhere in Time, and Benny Vincent Invasion. <laughs> nice! Iron Maiden is oh, awesome. God, let me tell you, I was like 15th row. I had no idea what I was expecting. <laughs> I was so blown away by Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah, Benny and Vincent at the time had a broken leg, so we couldn't like move across the stage. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. It was like, uh, so there was like the theatrics. There was the costume design. There was the whole stage idea. presence, mm -hmm. which, incidentally, I really feel like that's what Innocence Torn has brought back. We're going to bring back, like, this stage presence. Like, there was a certain look. There was a certain, yep. like, stance. And there was this, like, choreographed, like, thing that went on that we don't see anymore. People just show up in T-shirts and jeans and, like, no shoes. And mm -hmm. that's great, but it's just not our vision. Our vision legit is to bring back that feeling. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of want to, like, throw your hands up in the air. You want to give the hell signs. You, you, you want to, like, dress up mm -hmm. to go to a show. You know what I mean? To be pretty. And that's not an image thing that is legit like how we felt when we first saw these shows. So, and I think that the industry is lacking this. I'm not saying like glam time. Right. I'm more like our time. Like, why not show, like, suit up and show up for your job? Suit up and show up for your industry. I think mm -hmm. that's brilliant. Exactly. How did you like it when you first saw Eddie come out on stage? I'm sorry, say it again? How did you like it when you first saw Eddie come out on stage with Iron Maiden? Uh, the moment I saw her, I got to tell you, I was 15th row. I was standing on the chair. I'm 4'11 and a half. Everybody on the planet is taller than me. <laughs> they all stood up on their chair, too. This is the Memorial Coliseum, right? So mm -hmm. everybody gets up on the stage or on their chairs. I'm looking above them, and I can still see everything, and I'm like, shut the front door. This is, what the hell am I like? I was so enamored by not just the stage presence, <laughs> the octaves that man could hit, but I was also like, look at the stage itself. There was like, Eddie coming out of the background, the... 
lighting, the whole... For me, it was all about their stage presence. It just was mind-blowing. I just thought, wow, Mozart would be... Uh, he would just be enamored by what you've done. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's definitely a production thing going on. There's the sound, the lighting, the exact timing of the lyrics. Like, everything that he did was just mind-blowing. And oh, yeah. as a 13-year-old girl, I thought, they're the reasons that I'm doing what I'm doing now. Like, he gave me the precedence to be like, you can do this. Like, wow. Wow. And then Vinny Vincent Invasion, you know, we always knew them from Kiss, but the truth is, is Blake was broken, he was standing in one place, and mm-hmm. he's like, going, oh, you know... You know what I'm saying? It was great, but... He was also playing with Mark Slaughter at the time. And let's face it, Mark Slaughter did some seriously cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a comment from Robers. He says, hey, do a cover of Vinnie Vincent Animal. Yeah, you remember that? Like, okay, so it takes a very special person to remember that. But they did do that. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, too, they killed it. And it was kind of like not so much like a glam idea of who they were, but it was more like a showcase of what they could do. Right. And I loved that about them. They, there was no arrogance there. Right. Well, he was saying, why don't you guys do a cover of it? <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm not that talented. I, I've got a little bit of talent behind me. I'm kind of like a Janis Joplin meets like the... Phantom of the park. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut you off right there. There's something you just said earlier. You are so, good enough. You can Mark do Slaughter it. And what they did and the octaves they took, that's insanity. Like, you don't have to be a glam head to appreciate that. You should just appreciate what they put into that. Yeah, exactly. We have two new people that have popped into the chat room. I don't know if you know who they are by the names they gave, but it's Devil Doll sixty nine and Toby Cat. I think we know who they are. <laughs> questions, folks. Yeah, come on, guys, get some questions up here. We'll ask them. Hi, Toby. Hi, Toby. Hi, Toby. And hi, Devil Doll. Toby or not Toby? I mean, with that kind of a welcome, Toby, you have to ask a question. (laughs) (laughs) What you got, y'all? No, we're still waiting. Up, oh, somebody's typing. Devil doll. <laughs> Devil doll and DJ Trucky. Like sit here and go dun dun dun. Type Wait. faster. Type faster. Oh, like no pressure. Like I'm <laughs> sitting here waiting on a question that's not going to be like. Can I answer this in public? <laughs> <laughs> okay, DJ Trucky says, "Have you?" Or will you come to the East Coast to do a show? 
yes, actually, um, I I've got I I actually lived in Cocoa Beach, Florida. I lived in Merritt Island as well as um, uh, Cape Canaveral, mm-hmm. and I have to tell you, like metal there. One of the few people I saw like at the warehouse in Orlando was a white zombie. And when oh, nice. white zombie got there, they were like, what the fuck just happened to me? Like, they were mm-hmm. so shocked. Because they're very used to, like, electronic and mm-hmm. very danceable music. Metal in Orlando is kind of, at the time, and we're talking, like, 2004, mm-hmm. you know? is a different concept so i don't think that we're you book us we'll go but at the same time too like i think it's kind of an open mind to a lot of those folks love old school metal which we love we love twisted sister like old school rat like but we like the same things like you know in this moment and like um you know hailstorm and we, pretty reckless, we do this weird combination of old school and new school. Mm-hmm. And I actually think it would work. Flotsam and Dresser, and like, <laughs> But I think, too, it would really work with their ways of thinking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and then some Slipknot. They're, we're kind of mixed in with a little Slipknot. Um, I think the Western culture... In Portland, Seattle, and, like, L.A., mm-hmm. it's about maybe two years before East Coast, no, no. like, New York, all of them. No, they no, always no, want to no, say no. that, like, they've got the best of the best, but at the end of the day, like, I watched, like, L.A. culture will finally catch on to East, you know, to the East Side, like, in a couple of years, but it does catch on. Mm-hmm. They're kind of universal. It used to be east side versus west side, and now it's not. Like, it's just whoever dominates that. uh, And it's not about the region, but it does kind of dominate the region at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because each region has a little bit different sound. It's going to be so good in fucking Florida. Florida takes a few years. Mm -hmm. And then even further than that, so whatever is good in L.A. that goes to Florida is at least two years behind Alaska. And Alaska, let me tell you, that's my hometown. Love you, Ariel. Love you, baby. But um, in Alaska, we take like two and a half, three years behind anything that's mainstream. Oh, wow. But at the same time, too, we also have like all the technology you guys have. We just don't get the bands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, Alaska has an amazing. You can't imagine their uh, their whole music scene is very productive. It's very productive, mm-hmm. and it's forward thinking. And the truth is, is that more bands would apply to play up there. They might actually get it, and they pay well. Oh, cool! That's good to know. I'll have to hit some venues up in Alaska. Um, DJ Trusty. What's that? Choker Charlie's is like one of the best venues. Oh, cool! In, in all of Alaska, like truthfully, they have like a, a martini bar that you can do swing dancing in. They have like the retro bar where mm-hmm. you can go dancing in. But they have the metal bar and the other dance bar. Mm-hmm. There is like 
nine, 19 bars or more oh, in wow. one venue. And you can, and you walk through and you just do like whatever you feel like at that moment. It's crazy. It's all in one bar. Cool. Yeah, DJ Chucky says maybe further north east coast like Pennsylvania. That's where she is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking huge Steeler fan, and and everybody else in this house is a is a Seahawks fan. I'm a Steeler fan. Hell yeah, go Steelers! Flying, flying <laughs> a terrible towel, terrible towel. And we have another Stop question. It. Stop it. We have another question for you from Toby. That is not a conversation we should have in this house. It is a nation. I am strictly a Steelers fan on Steeler land. Awesome. Well, we got another question from Toby. He wants to know, or she, whatever, when's the first local show? We're working on that. Um, I we we are very hesitant. How about if we do this? How about if we say this? We're really hesitant to as to where we book and who we book with. Uh, we have a promotion company that we love more than anything, which is uh, Metal Cross Productions. Best Bet Entertainment. Like we'll do anything they ask us to do. Like forever. And uh, but at the same time, too. Shows at the East Side Park and the one in Vancouver. Okay, so there's a mystery bar with, with Shane that we'll do. Um, but we are going to be a little bit more contained about what we do because we know we're not seasoned. Mm-hmm. We, we want to only bring out the best of what we have. We have a festival on July 15th out in uh, Myrtle Creek, past Roseburg. Mm-hmm. But we're trying really hard not to put out anything else that isn't with imperfection, and we don't want to be seen um, on the scene until we're ready to go. Right. And even though we, we're, we're pretty sure we're ready. We're definitely ready for shows. We're ready for shows. There you go. Okay, we have a... We want to make sure it's the right place and right time. There you go. We have a question from DJ Hollywood. She wants to know when you're going to go to Missouri. Missouri. When Branson opens up again, we're golden. When you guys open up, because we're not COVID scared. We don't believe none of us will get, well, let's not get political. When you guys open up enough to have that and you give us a name of a venue, we will be there. Arizona opened up and you guys need to try to get into the encore. When what did I, he say? He said he was saying that Arizona's opened up and that you need to get into the encore. Yeah, my um, grandma lives in Arizona, man. I like she lives in Bullhead City. I would kill to go to Arizona. Yeah, the encore is in Tucson. The videos that I was taking the other night. Yeah, those were at it's the encore. Arizona, you, you're like hanging out with like the coolest bands right now. Oh, of course, always. Right, and like everything you go to so far, we're like, oh my god, we can vibe with that. I would kill. The problem is, is that nobody is really open, and if Arizona is open to do that, we we would we'll travel. 
We uh, have banned world travel. There you go. Okay, we have another question from Robers. He, oh, my thing jumped. Okay, he said that, you know, he heard your influences. What are you guys, like, listening to now? Like, what's in your CD player or on your Spotify or iTunes list or whatever? Metallica, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I spent the afternoon with my dad uh, Slayer this afternoon. Uh, oh, I'm, nice. Meshiac? Meshiac. It's this awesome thrash band out of New Zealand. Oh, I haven't I heard them. He uh, wasn't. Communication. I want to hear it on the radio. So I heard like the last thirty seconds of an album. And I'm the one that mastered. It. I think it sounds pretty good. You've got to listen to the whole song. It's actually pretty good. The lead singer's like really hardcore on all the perfection stuff. You ever get it? It's actually a good song. We are uh, very much. What about you? What do you want, Miss? Uh, I was actually listening to Paramore. Okay. What about you, Rhonda? Somebody else jump in the chat room. Jamester uh, X. X. You guys might know him. Hey, James, ask some questions. And I thought we had another. Oh, DJ Chucky said go to the Giant Center in Hershey, PA. Oh, oh, oh. Did you just say Hershey? Like, as in yep. Pennsylvania? Yes. Go Steelers! <laughs> <laughs> they hate me. But I'm a Steelers fan. I don't give a shit. Oh, uh, and we have another question here uh, from Jamester X. He wants to know, is Bonnie soused? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, no. Uh-oh, somebody uh, said I am. Who said they were? I think that was the drummer. That was the drummer. Oh, Ken is soused. Okay. The rhythm section. The rhythm, <laughs> the rhythm section, section is getting there. Lee Singer's not allowed to. And as for the rest of us, well, we have prayers. So, <laughs> um, not to say fuck you, but really, I mean, <laughs> are you? Is that what you're asking? Are you judging? Don't judge. <laughs> and another question from James Sturax, and I really hope that you guys know who he is for this question. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, you might get to. He says, are you available for naughty endeavors? to give you like a adult like <laughs> uh, that. Uh, I feel like we all have our own individual retorts to that and none of which are going to be yeah none of which are going to be like adult enough for um, prime time really <laughs> hey that's okay my, my shows are rated not safe for work and have a parental advisory Apparently, our daughter says that we, like we're way too expensive. 
Worth every penny. Oh, okay. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> we have oh, a. We have <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're like. We're in a Bitcoin. <laughs> we have a oh comment. God, these guys are so funny. Oh, I know. We have a comment from DJ Hollywood. She said her fiance Robbie loves the Steelers. Fucking Steelers! <laughs> I'm the only one in this band that flies a terrible towel. And I am proud. I don't mind being, like, uh, X'd out. I don't care. I'm a Steelers fan. For life, for death. Steelers fan, girl, for life. <laughs> I do not resemble the other members of this band. They resent the shit out of me, but they represent me all day. You're talking about basketball. No! <laughs> and we have... Terrible town. <laughs> we have something else that came in from James Sir X. He okay. wants to know if you would sing something live. Well, we sing something live. Do we have something live? Can we do something live? Go for it. You can do whatever you want. We got, uh, but we can get plugged. Are we, if you gave us like ten minutes, we can get plugged in. Oh sure. I thought I have another song right there. Song right there. I got a face over yeah, here. some music to throw in. I'm oh. a bad influence on my band. This is terrible. <laughs> hey, if somebody's got to be the bad influence. Yeah, it's usually well, you, you know what? If, if it's motivation and it's for you, we'll do, we'll do it. We'll do it. All right, so, we're going to take oh, a break. Like oh, no problem. We will be back and Innocence Torn is going to play live on air. Until then, I've got some Metal Church, some Metallica, and I'm not sure what else is going to go in here, but I'll figure it out. You got DJ Fire on Fire's Flames where you want the best. Let's No, the gremlins ate the squirrels. Fuck off. You got the best right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio.
Oh, it's the 
live on the radio. Oh, 
We have some comments. Ace says, woohoo! DJ <laughs> Trucky says, awesome! Um, I really love your voice. It's got that Jan- Janice Joplin kind of graveliness to it. That's exactly, I've yep. been told that many times, and I don't know how to, like, I tried to do some Janice Joplin recently. Um, I'm, I'm really humbled by that, actually. We have some more comments. Rover says, thanks for the show. DJ Hollywood says, that was awesome. I think. Oh, and DJ Hollywood said, love it. Oh, my God. You guys, I cannot wait for everybody to actually hear our original stuff. We have this song called War that's just going to, like, blow people away. We've been working on it for a while, and... uh, the truth is, is that, like, Taylor Mumpson, like, the chicks from, like, um, Hailstorm. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, my voice is really tailored. I've heard uh, for a really long time that it's very Janis Joplin-like. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love blues. Like, I love rock blues. And I want to do more towards that. And I'm trying to learn that. But I also think that, like, Hailstorm and, like, In This Moment... Like, those two chicks kind of encompass that 
a very raspy metal kind of I don't know, Janice Joplin feeling. I want to do more than that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a band called uh, Thunder Mother? I'm sorry. What do you say? Have you heard of the band called Thunder Mother? No. You ought to check them out. That's another female-fronted band, and this chick voices. Oh man. I see. I, I take I take a lot of really great cues from like. Um, I I don't know if you know that he's like hotty 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 hi. I can't remember his name, but there's just like this funk, like kind of very bluesy, down to earth, like old school kind of big band sound mm-hmm. that I love. And if I can mix that in some blues and some metal, like Slayer metal, dude, that's my that's my jam. Yes. Okay. <coughs> you guys want to play anything else? Um, well, we don't have very much time left, and I have to start getting ready to hand the show off. Um, I believe the next DJ up after me is my brother, DJ Inkmaster. So I think he's getting ready. What's, what's on what you guys are listening to? And that's a, a song by Thunder Mother Sleep, and I bet you you guys can rock that one. Which one? Sleep. Sleep by Thunder Mothers. Thunder oh, okay. Mothers, huh? Well, yeah. check it out. Yeah, look Thunder it up. Mother, no S. Oh, Thunder Mother. Thunder Mother. Well, what are, are you, motherfuckers? Mother Truckers. Mm-hmm. Mother Truckers? No, they're motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up with that name, man? You can't even yell that at, like, Mother a show. Truckers. You'd be well, uh, yelling all kinds of weird stuff. I instantly think of Sebastian Bach when I think of Mother Trucker, but that's... <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. That would be about how it goes. So you guys have any final words for our listeners and links for your music, merch, to follow you, everything? Yes, just check Innocent Storm. We've got like 20 songs in the works. Um, There's a whole lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. We've got shirts and... uh, We've got a Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. And Mary, thank you for having us yes. this afternoon. This has been really cool. It's been fun. Oh, you guys are welcome back anytime. Oh, awesome. Yay. And people, buy their merch. Yes. Yes, oh my God, our I, merch. I will have some downloads. I'll have three songs downloaded here in the next month So for uh, uh, for singles. Okay, oh, awesome. but our merch is a little racy, so they, they have There's options. options. <laughs> There's options. We like because fuck you. It just makes sense. Yep. Um, but for those like you can't wear that to church, allegedly. <laughs> Apparently, uh. like it's 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 you know not the grown up thing to do. So if you don't want the back thing, it, it's golden. You don't have to. And we'll we'll be you know we'll respect what you want. But at the same point too, I love. I love the gesture of because fuck you, because it's not about like it, the band. It's not about like what's going on in culture. It's just because mm-hmm. fuck you. Exactly. I know. I mean, most of my wardrobe, you can't wear to church. <laughs> not, not that I go, but. Oh my God, we shop in the same place. Oh, but hot topic. Do, but like I'm 47 now and like shit doesn't fit me the same way. I'm still trying to look like I did years ago. I just want to be fashionable 
that if I bend over, like my pants don't rip out. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh. <laughs> was uh-huh. she knows what I mean. Like, I know, but there's a certain look. Yeah, most of my wardrobe. Yeah, most of my wardrobe comes from Hot Topic. Yeah, but sweetie, we're not exactly sure what the rock and roll metal world is supposed to look like because there's no real female. No, I I don't know a lot of female fronted bands, and they normally don't look like us. You know what I mean? They Um, everybody has all over the board. So yeah, they all have their own look. Everybody has their own look. I did an entire show last week of nothing but female-fronted rock and metal. I know. And you're sitting here, you're like, I'm in my jammies. And I'm like so jealous because here I went and did the whole eyeliner and the whole, I know. See, that's why I like doing radio. I can just sit here in my jammies and be comfy. I know. There's something to be said about suiting up and showing up for your drop. And I get that. Like, there's also something about in the industry that you should look a certain way, but why is that? So what what that is, is it's not about, like, showing up in jeans and a t-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's also about stage performance, and sometimes it's about showing something like a, like a performance. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't just pay because they want to hear you live. They legit want to see something. Yeah, they want to see a show. Exactly. We we have forgotten about that. From the 80s till now, I think that, like, there's something that's been lost between the stage performance and maybe what we wear or just our attitude on stage. Mm -hmm. Like, I can remember when there was choreographed people that, like, three of the guitarists and the bass player were all doing this thing where they go up over their shoulder and back out. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We'd all, like, drop to our knees and do this thing. I think that one of the things that Innocence Torn wants to do is we would really like to bring back, like, that leather-clad, you know, stage performance. Like, right. that whole... There's a feeling about it. There's a look about it. There is... A, we're not arrogant in what we do because clearly we haven't put out our best. But, I mean... Think about it. Like that's why we paid twenty seven fifty for a damn ticket to any show we went to back in the eighties or nineties. Like we did that because it was a stage performance. There was yep. these things like yep. take like uh, Iron Maiden. Right? Oh my god! Like, yes, they popped off Eddie in the back. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I mean Rush. Where yep. we had the top hat come up with a bunny that came out of it. Like, there is something for Getty, like, being able to throw up a damn drumstick. And mm-hmm. we lost it in the Memorial Coliseum lights for him to catch that, like, 15 minutes later. Like, that guy was insane. Yep. There's something to be said about stage performance that we have lost. And I think that one of the things we plan to do is kind of bring that nostalgic... Feeling back, you know what I mean? Yeah, and any yeah. you know, any metalhead will totally get it. You think that right, the you put your chucks on, your ripped up jeans, get a jean jacket on with a bunch of patches on. Yep. Show to a show. Like we're not gonna disappoint you because we will remind you of what it was like to just be free and mindless and like in that moment and about the music and not so much about politics or like where you come from 
Mm-hmm. I just think that we we're just refreshing in the way that we have the ability to just remind you of those good times. And I, I'd like to do that because those times get me past the worst of my life. And I've been through some shit. I just really feel like these are these are just subtle reminders of like, this is where we came from. This is who we are. This is our generation and we've got this mm-hmm. you know what i mean like with all the political and, and and turmoil and bullshit and like all these bands doing like going out of style because of covid we are the reason covid happened we took covid and we made it kind of garbage mm-hmm. and we've taken that time to reestablish what rock looks like and i i I know you guys aren't hearing the best of us, but what you're going to hear in the future is going to fucking kill all of you. Oh, I can't wait to see you guys play live. (laughs) But we shouldn't be. Well, thank you for playing COVID. I I slept in that day. I'm dealing with with doctor says I can quit anytime I want. I'm sorry. Our drummer is kind of bad. Oh, me, I know how drummers are. It's okay. You know who that one reminds me of? The only thing is, he's actually kind of cute for a drummer, which is funny because, and uh, like, uh, my bass player's adorable. I don't have an ugly person in the band. Usually it's a drummer, and that's not happening. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's because, like, drummers, like, sit behind the kit, and they're like, ah, nobody can see me. No, (laughs) no, but everybody sees him because he does have a good point of reference mm-hmm. He's good yeah. so I'd like to know what currently you guys are listening to and what we could point more towards like what's your idea of what metal sounds like right now and what if we had to take a direction outside of Slipknot and thank you for answering that um, <laughs> what outside of like our genres because you're looking at a bunch of you're looking at a bunch of people that are in a band that are working on their bucket list. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the last shot we have. We're in our 40s. We're in our 50s. You know oh, what except I mean? for like, Mitch. On occasion, we're, we might be in our 60s, but we won't say that out loud. And then we have a 20-something-year-old in the band. Yep. So we have genres mm-hmm. across, across, like, generational gaps. Mm-hmm. If somebody's got a suggestion of, like, something we can actually do and maybe a genre we could focus on and maybe something that might influence us, I would be really, uh, like, open to hear what they have to say. Because here's the thing. With that Janis Joplin thing, with the bassist being very skid row, with the lead singer, like, I mean, the lead guitar player being, like, very open the drummer being very slayer metallica what do you got like what's your give me a few things that might be able to influence and i'd appreciate you guys by it hey this is dj smoke here why be a copycat be your own person be you yep i love that too we love that too but at the same time too we have influences so we Mm -hmm. should you I'm just, not saying we should, but give us some influences. I'm not saying we need to play like them. I'm saying, like, 
give us a few things that might mix together that could. What's See? the sound? See? As for me, I hate everything that we've already put out and everybody else is going with it. Right. Because, like, I feel a different way. Maybe yep. you hear something I don't. I would like to hear from you guys what we should do. Um, see, we got DJ Trucky saying, as long as metal has a great beat, she'll listen to anything and anyone except opera. And she suggested Godsmack. Uh, Big Boss Man says, Ozzy, I would yes. say, and, only, and and I mean, I love the band. They're, they're actually friends of ours. The, the two lead singers are friends of ours. And it's Lethal Injection. Oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Fatal Malady. Oh, my God, they're good. Another nice. Arizona native nice. band. Yeah, both of those are Arizona bands. Very nice, very nice. And this one's for Bonnie. Bonnie, um, from the picture you posted on your Instant Storm picture that I posted in the uh, chat room, you've got that Lita Ford look going on. Yes, she does. Lita Ford! She's a true metalhead. you got to have mad respect for Lita. Oh, hell yeah. And, and this one's for Rhonda. She's got that Polly Perrette thing going on. Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Rhonda, that's another singer. Yep. She's got that Abby from NCIS thing going on. More gothic. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I've never heard a girl that can do, like, uh, Hopefully you uh, dancing on the edge like any other girl. Like, I can do dancing on the edge and... Unfortunately, and it's so mainstream, but I can legit do like um, I close my eyes forever. It's kind of embarrassing, but I can do it. Oh, I love that song though. Good badass song. Hopefully, we can hook up in a little bit of time here, and uh, we can play you some of our new stuff because it's very edgy. We're kind of yeah. like our, our our original stuff is more like Exodus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megadeth and Metallica on steroids. Uh, so yeah. I mean, like our covers are like mellow because we love the originals. We have respect, but our new our originals are bad, at, and they're, that's why they're holding holding me back. I have one of our songs, but my hands are tied by the band because they're just they're being perfectionists, and I yes. get it. Oh yeah, I, I get that. I I know sometimes you can release things, and sometimes you got to back off a little. Since you guys mentioned right. Exodus, all right, this is going back even further than Exodus. Do you guys remember a band called Stormtroopers of Death? Yes, S.O.D. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, back then, I was listening to S.O.D. and fucking Raven. And, yeah, I, mean, I was listening to people like, like um, Spread Eagle and like, um, uh, like Dangerous Toys. Mm-hmm. Like, those are my influences. His are different than mine. Cool. Okay, well, I'm going, I mean, you guys don't have to hang up on my end, but I have to get my system ready to hand the station off, so we're going to go off air. To everybody that joined us, I hope y'all had a great time. I mean, how many times are you going to tune into a radio show and get actually live music being played? <laughs> Only on... Thank you so, so much. Radio. Not only on Fire's Flames with DJ Fire on Breakouts DJ's Radio. Nice. That's what I was going to say. That this one has to come in right along with, we did, uh, we had King Satan on from Finland. And he did a tarot card reading on the radio. So that was cool. And this one is right there with it. 
So for our listeners, I've got some Motorhead and Mushroom Head coming up. DJ Ink Master will be the next DJ to rock you through your night. You've got DJ Fire and Fire's Flames where you want the best. I got the best. Right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio. See 
DJ Fire and Fire's Flames. I've only got... Eh. Okay, well, one clock says, like, I've got six minutes, but I got, like, nine minutes of music in, so... Sorry, Eastmaster, but we're taking that nine minutes. I'm just saying. Make sure to stay tuned. On April 19th, we will have sepsis. Live on air. 
on Thursday, we are going to have Frank Symes from The Who. He will be live. And let me tell you, that man has got shit tons of stories. It's awesome. Alright, I've got Prophet and the Cowboys of the Apocalypse and some Quiet Riot. And then DJ Ink Master, we're all doomed. And the neighbor Aaron will be on next. Hi, Aaron. I am. Alright, you got DJ Fire and Fire Flames where you want the best. No, I keep telling you, the gremlins ate the squirrel. You got the best. Right here on Breakout DJ's Radio.
Peter, pile driver. Mama says that I never, never mind her. Got no brains, I'm insane. The teacher says that I'm one big pain. I'm like a laser, six string razor. I'm a keeper, I'm not a loser and I am